This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a defense contractor that created fake invoices pays the government $50 million. OPM has elevated its Office of Diversity and Inclusion and if given a choice to attend a big indoor event, virtual still beats out in person. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. One company is paying the price for deceiving the Pentagon on the price of vehicles. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. Navistar Defense and Navistar International have agreed to pay the government $50 million for inflating the price of mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicles from 2007 to 2012. The United States alleged that the company knowingly created fraudulent commercial sales invoices and submitted them to justify its prices. The Defense Criminal Investigative Service says the settlement sends an important message to defense contractors who hide costs and profit margins from the government to unjustly enrich themselves. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Senate confirms the first-ever female Army secretary. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Christine Wormuth earned a unanimous vote yesterday. She's the second woman to ascend to the top ranks of the Pentagon's leadership during the Biden administration, along with Kathleen Hicks, the Deputy Secretary of Defense. Wormuth has deep experience in DOD and national security issues. Among other past jobs, she served as Undersecretary of Defense for Policy during part of the Obama administration, and most recently as Director of the International Security and Defense Policy Center at the RAND Corporation. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is making career and education resources more easily available for military spouses. The department launched a new website called MySeco that will connect spouses to benefits available to them to enhance their professional lives. MySeco offers easy access to scholarships, a search tool for jobs and companies, as well as resume reviews. Spouses can access the site at myseco.militaryonesource.mil portal. The Department of Veterans Affairs is surveying its employees for their thoughts on returning to the office. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. At least 30,000 VA employees have responded so far. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says he'll use that feedback to inform his decisions on when and how employees return to the office. I am want very much to learn lessons from their experience of this last year and to apply those lessons going forward to maximize their productivity, their job satisfaction, their opportunities for growth. And so that's how we'll do that. And if that means additional telework options, I'm extraordinarily comfortable with that. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management is moving around senior staff and reorganizing a few of its offices. It's elevating the diversity and inclusion program to its own standalone office that reports to the director. It's also reestablishing the OPM Ombudsman. The Ombudsman is a neutral and independent party who will accept concerns and feedback from OPM customers. The agency also named a new chief management officer. Current chief financial officer Dennis Coleman will be the new CMO. The Department of Veterans Affairs will automatically review disability claims for veterans suffering from three presumptive conditions associated with Agent Orange exposure. 
The department will also start the rulemaking process to consider other respiratory illnesses associated with toxic exposure. VA says it's moving in this direction after an initial review of scientific evidence. It says the evidence supports starting the rulemaking process for veterans who served in the Persian Gulf War or after September 11th. FEMA is looking for more expertise in data and analytics. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. For FEMA, responding to disasters is a big data problem, and this problem requires more firepower to understand and drive decisions. To that end, FEMA released a request for information seeking industry feedback for how to increase its staff providing data analysis, statistical modeling, and computer programming to build decision support tools. The RFI asks industry to answer seven questions, including what are the skill sets of the personnel and what are the project parameters to integrate contractor and federal staff. Responses to the RFI are due June 8th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Public sector employees are ready to return to the rubber chicken circuit. A new survey of public sector employees found a strong majority would attend in-person events this year. GovEvents.com received responses from 275 public sector employees and found that about a quarter would be willing to go to events today. Another quarter would be willing to attend in-person events by this summer, and another quarter would be willing to show up in person this fall. At the same time, though, 61% of the respondents said if the event was offered both in person and virtually, they would attend virtually. The Defense Department is taking a big step in fielding unattended bots. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. The Defense Logistics Agency has already fielded nearly 100 unattended bots, and the Defense Department's Comptroller Office is in the process of standing up unattended automation. The DoD Comptroller's Office has a center of excellence that provides a cloud-based RPA infrastructure platform that's available across the department. The Comptroller's Office also has a small team of developers to identify new areas for future automation. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agencies often save money in the long run by purchasing buildings for federal office space rather than leasing them. But that purchase can be a big ask from Congress. A bill introduced by Senator Chris Van Hollen would help Congress and agencies buy property by setting up a $10 billion federal capital revolving fund. Congress would withdraw funds to help pay for projects that cost over $250 million, and agencies would repay the fund over the course of 15 years. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? 
Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.